guys, welcome back to Friar Jim's graphic novel life. I'd like to do a review for you today of a book um, released l just last year by David Fickling Books, um, a publisher that also prints an absolutely brilliant uh, weekly comic called The Phoenix. Um, but the focus of today is a book called Thorn Hill, written and illustrated by Pam Smythe. The dilapidated former Thornhill Institute for Children casts a dark shadow over Midchester. In a new home, backing onto Thornhill's overgrown grounds, Ella unpacks her belongings. Lonely and haunted by personal loss, she is curious about the property. Dark mystery hangs over Thornhill, darker secrets hidden within. When Ella spots a mysterious figure in the grounds, she sets out to find her. Back in 1982, before Thornhill's closure, resident Mary Baines isolates herself in her room. Ostracized, mistreated and ignored by care staff, Mary writes journals and takes solace in making clay puppets. Separated by 30 years, Thornhill's tragic legacy is stretching across time to cast its sinister influence once more. Thornhill is writer-illustrator Pam Smite's debut and it's bleak, beautiful, spooky, and most unsettling. A wonderfully illustrated story that never lets you go. This disturbing and creeping, creepy tale is driven by Smy's fantastic artwork. Her ability to tell the story through illustrations is astounding and the book's best aspect. She has a magnificent eye for detail, crafting a moody and suspenseful atmosphere resulting in eve that in even looking at some pages sends tendrils of dread crawling up your spine. It's a skillfully crafted spooky story reminiscent of Misty Comics in its prime. Smy's decision to tell Ella's story in pictures and Mary's in journal entries is inspired. It allows her to explore the past and present without confusion, but it does raise one question. Is Thornhill a graphic novel? Smy doesn't follow the traditional comic panel format. Instead, her artwork covers two A5 size pages. She also eschews caption or speech bubbles. Her artistic storytelling is so good as not to need them. Mary's journal entries provide all the dialogue we need. If you compare it to Marvel's Storm format, Thornhill isn't a graphic novel. Of course, what classifies as a graphic novel is still debated. Thornhill is 535 pages long, the journal entries occupying a little over a quarter of that number. The other three quarters consist of some spectacular illustrative storytelling. Smy's journal entries have the believable interactions of a pubescent girl, but it's as the illustrator that Smy flourishes. The prose isn't in any way poor. But what would Thornhill be like if it was all illustrated? Judging by the quality of her work on Ella's story, that is quite a tantalizing prospect. So is Thornhill a graphic novel? If by graphic novel you mean the story is driven by its artwork, then yes, Thornhill is a graphic novel. Whether Smy intended it that way is debatable, but the format allows illustrators like Smy to enter the graphic novel genre on their own terms. Thornhill defies genre boundaries and it's difficult to place it in one box. Should that matter? 
is well written and easy to read, and the format makes it a great first step for dipping into graphic novels. If anything, it is a new and innovative way of presenting graphic novels to a new readership. This is a great debut, and if you like to curl up with a spooky story, then this is for you. Thornhill is um, essentially a mixture of drama, horror, uh, social observation, and young adult. Um, don't let the young adult put you off. It is very, very spooky um, and very well written. Adults should enjoy it too. So, thank you guys. Uh, head over to um, www.theslingsandarrows.com. Uh, you can read Thornhill over there. Uh, also, over 6,000 other reviews with the opportunity to click onto an, a link and buy through if the book interests you. Um, and that's all for me. Uh, have a blessed day and uh, we'll see you next time.